life at Fidrigoni. Fidrigoni. Our leaders and experts from all over the world talking about how we discover extraordinary every day. Welcome to a new episode of Life at Fedrigoni, the podcast. ESG informs everything we do at Fedrigoni, and making progress every day is what sustainability means to us. But what does this actually mean in practice? We are about to learn what environment, social, governance, sustainability, ambition, innovation and accountability have in common for the 5,000 people working here. I'm Federica Leotta, and I'm the Group Talent Attraction and Acquisition Manager at Fedrigoni. With me today, one more time, Marco Nespolo, our Chief Executive Officer. Welcome, Marco. Thanks, Federica. Happy to be back with you and, and all listeners. Well, the first question that I would like to ask you is, why are you here talking about sustainability? Well, very simple. A, because it's super relevant. I mean, the, I mean, the entire mankind has a strong call to action to kind of switch gear on this front. Uh, second, because it's something we strongly believe into at Federigoni, both to do our bit or our best in that effort, and also because it's uh, very relevant uh, for our business, uh, enabling sustainability also downstreams on what our customers do with our products. So we are passionate about that and to really make it with the intensity and speed required, it of course, it's a duty of any leader of any organization to kind of put the face on it and put the muscles on it to drive the organization with full sponsorship towards it. Thank you very much. I mean, this topic we know is very sensitive for many, many, many people, fortunately, but especially for the younger generation. So talking about the younger generation, what do your kids teach you about sustainability? Well, a lot. It's, it's indeed uh, remarkable how much more ready and uh, aware, committed and, and purposeful they are on ESG. I have uh, 18 and 16 years old uh, daughter and son. And actually the way they teach me sustainability is actually basically on all fronts. I, I learn from them what uh, inclusion and diversity means uh, and is lived natively every day, which is like, uh, of course, inspiring. I also learn on how the use of natural resources is something they do care. And normally kind of arguing that I use too much water, for example, in shaving but or in showering. But that, so many things, I mean, it's really great and inspiring to see how young generations are already into it uh, much more than we were uh, when we were younger. And of course, that has a lot of implications talking about, I, I mean, as, a, as the CEO of this company, into the talent you attract and how you inspire people in being consistent with that. So not just because it's right, not just because all the stakeholders like investors, community, customers are pushing you there, rightly so, but also because if you want to have the right talent uh, for the years to come, you need to to kind of deliver against the promises uh, every day with them. And actually, our strategy clearly states that ESG, environment, social and governance, informs everything we do at Federigoni. But what is the meaning of this? Well, first of all, that any single pillar of our strategy whether it's product, whether it's customer, whether it's uh, suppliers and operations, whether it's even M&A and, of course, people, has 
a very specific angle that uh, uh, is uh, permeated by the ESG agenda. Of course, the ESG agenda is super broad. Uh, uh, we are very comprehensive in how we approach all the different nuances. Hence, we embed them in everything we do through a strategy that is fully, let's say, uh, deep on all the ESG aspects. So uh, without mentioning all of them, we are very granular and as quantitative as possible in uh, measuring our progress. We do it on a monthly basis on all the KPIs. We disclose that very openly, uh, despite we're not a public company on a quarterly basis. And again, they cover from like, of course, CO2 reduction, that's super relevant and also very relevant for us as we are an energy intensive business. Uh, it has about like safety and health of our employees where we want to kind of uh, cut it by 85% in terms of frequency index but in the next seven years. It has a lot to do with water. We use a lot. We already give back to the environment uh, more than 95% of it cleaned and fully consistent with what we took. But of course, that's not enough. We want to do more, I mean, get to almost 100%, but also even reduce withdrawals. So the early use in the first place, no matter how much we give back. Of course, it has to do with like the waste. I mean, we want to get by 2030, 100% of our waste uh, fully reutilized and 0% going to landfill. It has to do with I mean, diversity, broadly speaking, but more specifically and measurably so, we want to have 35% of the leaders in our company, so people with managerial positions to be women, so at least gender diversity, and so on and so forth. So every pillar of what we do, and of course when it comes to people, we are very deep on uh, um, equity, diversity and inclusion, I mean, permeating all of our people strategy. So again, we do go deep on each nuances and, and angles of ESG, we embed it in our strategy and we measure that fact-based. That's why we call it making progress. It's not about promising, it's not about making miracles, but it's about seriously uh, challenging the way you do stuff to get better and measure progress. Thank you very much, Marco. And among the targets that you mentioned, uh, if I were to ask you, which is the one you are the proudest of? Well, I mean, in terms of what we achieved already, I think uh, the momentum on uh, on the people side, so on the S and the G side, if you like, uh, I think is uh, pretty remarkable. And by momentum, I mean the motion I see, not where we are already, of course, which is very different. So it's never going to be enough. Uh, uh, but again, I see momentum, I see change happening on something which is super important and also not the easiest to kind of get momentum on. I also saw a very, very serious acceleration on something which is also very paramount, that's health and safety. In in our businesses, I mean, we have many, many plants, thousands and thousands of, of colleagues that work on the plants and uh, we want them fully safe. Uh, and the improvements we made are pretty remarkable. Of course, they're even more it's a never-ending journey. We need to do much better than we do, and we can. But again, I see, I see traction. And from what you have seen, in order to keep making progress, what are the key ingredients? In other words, what is needed to reach the ambitious targets that we have set? Well, first of all, 
commitment, sponsorship at any level. So you need to have a serious discussion at board at the board with your shareholders and even outside with your like bondholders or banks or whatever the stakeholder financial financial stakeholders are kind of to kind of make promises that then you want need and can deliver uh, then it's of course having the right sponsorship within the organization which goes back to also why I'm high I'm here but it's not just about me it's about the, the entire executive team about having uh, someone within the executive team that has chief sustainability officer or chief uh, ESG officer in in his or her uh, let's say job title and it's about defining a process to kind of really make it happen which brings me to another ingredient which is measurability again making progress is something fact based uh, you either reach your goals and you show progress that's consistent with your long-term targets or you don't and there's no greenwashing or like blah 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 that can help you getting better on that so that's about again measurability and then last and not the least it's also i mean translate accountability into incentive systems so at Federigoni, for example, to really make sure we do walk the talk on this as well, we have 25% of the yearly bonus of the entire population that is linked to different measures of sustainability or, or ESG progress. So that's also very relevant to align everyone and be really serious on, on, on making that. Absolutely. And uh, I think it was interesting what you said at the beginning that we want in order to find the right talent, we also need people that are on board with the strategy, not just because it's right, but because it's what we believe in. And uh, you mentioned the executive team, you mentioned our leadership team, but I also know for a fact, because I, I was part of it, that we have, let's say, some our movement that bottom up involves our every colleague in thinking and really acting on sustainability. So I'm referring to the Sustainability Breakfast, which is, a, is an initiative that has been brought all over the world in our offices, in our plants, where our colleague really makes us think and reflect and, you know, take a moment to really uh, talk about sustainability, not just as Federigoni employees, but especially as, uh, as citizens of this world. That's absolutely a, a super relevant uh, topic that you're mentioning. Uh, and again, that, that is exactly what we mean by permeating uh, uh, ESG in everything we do. So that's, of course, we, we talked a lot. I did talk a lot, as you mentioned, about like the top-down sponsorship, accountability, incentives, also detailed measuring. But but even more importantly, it's, it's about... Uh, getting, uh, I mean, everywhere in the company, the feeling of uh, being at cause uh, for everyone on this journey, uh, raising ideas and just like feeling like in the right place, being able to contribute. So that's something that is at the same time super useful to get better and better in raising, in innovating and getting ideas on how, how to get more sustainable, what is really relevant on that front. And at the same time to really move the organization and motivate people around that because it's, again, super purposeful, which is always good in any organization. 
You mentioned getting ideas, and I know that product on innovation is the part of our strategy. You mentioned last time we talked on this podcast. So I'm wondering, in your view, how does innovation, product innovation especially, support and sustain sustainability? Sure. I mean, and, and, and as you rightly mentioned, it's not just about product innovation. I mean, innovation everywhere enhances sustainability, whether it's in processes, in operations, in the way you, you, we use energy, etc. But again, product is probably the elephant in the room when it comes to innovation, especially for someone like us, that, I mean, who produce, I mean, tangible products that are not only having a sustainability footprint intrinsic to, to on, on how we make them and what we use to make them, but also as, have a very relevant impact downstream on what is made with those products. So to be more specific, I can mention a few examples. Of course, uh, I mean, circularity is clearly a must. So not only we need to make sure that our materials are recyclable, sometimes compostable, depending, of course, on the application, not always possible, but we are, we are actually having a, a huge kind of uh, momentum on that, on both of these units. But even more importantly, sometimes, is how they are used on something else. Think about the labels, for example, that defines circularity, enables circularity and sustainability. So, for example, being able to remove a label, having a wash-off adhesive on a bottle, enables the bottle to be recycled, uh, which is not possible if there are two different materials and one of them sticks. Uh, on the contrary, like on the paper side, of course, we can innovate and we did innovate on how to get very similar, if not same features as plastic lamination or plastic itself into packaging like shopping bags or rigid boxes, folding boxes without plastic. So uh, having plastic substitution with paper is, of course, uh, of a, a big enhancer in like uh, sustainability and, uh, and, and, and circularity on the products. Sometimes it's even a combination of what we need to do and what the, I mean our customers need to do downstream, for example, in the printers and converting businesses. Uh, and for example, with, on the wet wipes, we patented a label that the way it's made and the way it's cut and, and die-cutted is actually enabling monomaterial wet wipes pouches uh, that ensure full, let's say, open and close features still being one material, hence being fully recyclable. Uh, so there are many examples, even 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 M and A, as we as we discussed on how ESG permeates everything we do. Even M and A is often inspired by an ESG angle. So, for example, we recently bought a very small company. I will call it a startup that actually developed a technology that enabled to create, uh, uh, let's say, thermoformed trays. Uh, fiber-based, more specifically pulp-based, uh, that of course can substitute either plastic thermoformed trays or foam into the packaging of like cosmetic uh, promotional, let's say, boxes. Uh, so that's one example where we detected a need of increased sustainability and uh, inspired our own M&A strategy to get there. Wow, there's plenty of examples and it seems to me listening to you that it's not just about sustainability and innovation, but there's a lot of creativity involved as, as well in developing all these new ideas. 
Before you mentioned the word measurement, so how measure everything is that matters with you know a very strict uh, let's say schedule is definitely important to reach the targets we have. And I know that in the past year we have been collecting awards uh, on really the results we have achieved when it comes to ESG and sustainability. So I'm asking you, why do you think it is so important to be recognized and rewarded for both our efforts and results? Well, at least for two reasons. The first one uh, is uh, to kind of get a, an outside view and a certified external view on how you deal with DSG. So you have external parties that in their job uh, certify your governance, your progress, your measurements, your actions, your culture around that. The Ecovadis, for example, where we did score super high in the top 1% in our industries, is more like customer view on uh, to provide customers with full confidence that we are doing what we promise and, and in a certified way. While, for example, SMP, ESG rating and, and similar are more geared towards the kind of the governance, the disclosure, and also like very relevant for investors. So it's super relevant Again, talking about being measured, having certified measurements of what you do, just to avoid just talking about that, but having, again, facts against that. The second angle is also very relevant. It's normally when you have external experts evaluating what you do and how you do it, you learn a lot. So getting rewarded is great. Oftentimes you get, I mean, lower votes or, or ranks on some aspects and on those you have a very clear kind of improvement plan uh, after if, after you learn that so it's really enhancing uh, the effectiveness and pace uh, at which you can go uh, on the ESG agenda. Talking about the pace and how things change and evolve fast I would say that our website is an incredible source of information when it comes to all the you know new development that our people work on. We have a fantastic news section that I really I highly recommend to uh, look at and keep an eye on. Absolutely, and again, making progress to us uh, on this topic means, uh, of course, putting a lot of efforts, but being really open and honest on the fact that we don't do miracles. We have a lot of ideas. We push as hard as possible. There are trade-offs. There are some things that are very difficult, but we just are very open on our website, on our non-financial reporting, on a quarterly, uh, let's say, results communication in covering ESG as well. So yeah, stay tuned on what we do because there's a lot. Again, and humbly so, we, we keep making progress. Thank you very much, Marco, for again sharing our ambitious sustainability roadmap and taking the time to talk and talk with us. And thank you to you who have listened to this episode of the Life at Federigoni podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did while recording it. And stay tuned and make sure to check all the other episodes. Thanks, everyone. Follow our pages on LinkedIn and Instagram to learn more about how we discover extraordinary every day at Fedrigoni. Check our career page to explore jobs that match your passion. Life at Fedrigoni.